0: What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Throwback Thursday edition of the Talk to Q Radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And every now and then, I like to bring up some shows from the past just to give you all a taste for all of my new listeners. I have over 750 episodes dating back to 2011. So when I get the opportunity, I just want to drop a clip of a certain show just to give you all something to listen to that you may have missed, to help give you some perspective on where the show used to be and how it's evolved, to get you familiar with some of the show legends. Drop these every every now and then on Thursdays, and um, hopefully you can um, get the most out of it and enjoy yourself and be entertained. This show aired February 2013. And it was called You Marry Their Family. It's a podcast that basically talked about how when you marry someone, you inherit their family. Whether you like it or not, you essentially marry their family. So you have to really know the person that you're marrying because you have to get to know their family as well. And figure out if it's something you want to deal with or not. I mean, we meet a lot of nice people who have horrible families. And it makes it almost impossible to maintain A healthy relationship because of it so we're discussing that and eminem decided to go eminem i mean that's why he's a show legend the original show legend he just dropped a few jewels on us in the middle of this show and uh had everybody rolling but it's like it's funny because eminem is serious but he's comedic in the way he delivers his his message and um it's very insightful it's always insightful but you still can't help but find the humor in it so Take a listen to You Married Their Family, originally recorded in February of 2013, here on this throwback edition of the Talk to Q radio show. All right. Now, when you marry someone, you marry their family. I mean, there's no way around it. So many happy couples have the absolute have absolutely the worst in-laws, and it causes problems. Now, so many have situations that they've married into that they're regretting now. I remember I uh, used to... I mess around with this girl back in the day and I don't know if Buck remembers her or not, a little short girl, that I won't get into too many details. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> okay. But uh you know, mess around with her back in the in the mid nineties and she had a brother who had a drug problem. He was a user and a dealer, which is never wow. a good combination. He don't was smoking get out of your own supply. Yeah, he would smoke his own product and forget he had smoked it and then he accused everybody else in the house that they stole it. So, I mean, she had that against her. Her mom was an alcoholic who spent most of her days on the front porch. And it was sad. And the end result of this was a very short relationship with her because I kind of learned all these things over the course of like six weeks. And I didn't want to subject myself to those type of people on a regular basis. I mean, besides, I saw some of those bad habits in her as well. She was always looking for a fast buck, and she wasn't motivated to work. And despite despite the fact that she was good-looking and and kind of into me, I had to do what I felt was best for the long term. Now, over the years, I've met some people who have had similar, if not worse, situations, yet they choose to ride out the storm. And almost all of them end in, in separation, divorce, or just being stuck in a volatile marriage. Because you may think that you're marrying the person and not their family, but that's not the case unless it's a situation where you, you know, maybe live far away and that family may not have as much contact with you, you could be subjecting yourself to inherited drama. So let me start with you, on uh, Ray, on this first. Uh, is it a problem if a significant other is loyal to their family equally as they are to you? I, I mean, you know, I mean, is it is it something where your spouse should always come first over family. How do you, do you think that's the case, or you think that should be the case? Do you disagree? How do you feel?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think there's nothing wrong with being close to family, because family is what means to what you are. But I think that when you, once you get married and you take your vows, your spouse should always come first, because that's what the Bible says. And, you know, that's the person that you're closest to, so... I believe that uh, your spouse should come absolutely first. That doesn't mean you should neglect your family or, you know, distance yourself from your family, but I think that uh, your spouse should definitely come first.
0: Okay, okay. And, I mean, what about situations as far as family? Would would this concern you, like, what if your family wanted to move in? Uh, Excuse me, what if she had a family member who wanted to move into your home? You know, um, would you put stipulations on that as far as how long they could stay or if you would allow them to stay at all? Yeah, I think anything that affects the family has to be in the
1: family discussion. So depending upon the situation and how necessary it is and what are the other options, are we the best option? if, uh, you know, it's a real serious situation, what
0: would be the pros, what would be the cons, and, how are we going to work it out? I think all those things will be discussed first. Okay. Okay. So it's not that you're opposed to it. It's just that it can't be a situation where, oh, my mom's moving in tomorrow. and the discussion. No, nah, no. Nah. I wouldn't do that to her. and nah. She wouldn't do that to me either. Okay. Now, Amanda, let me go to you. Um, what about for someone who may always side with their family on things? You know, maybe someone in the family doesn't like something about your significant other. And instead of picking up your significant others, you know, getting their back, you're actually you're actually siding with the family and saying, Well, yeah, my family member's right about you
2: Um, I think that's I think that's gonna be a recipe for disaster in most cases because when you are creating some type of division or rift or split, you know, it's always gonna be you know, it's always gonna be a problem because people are gonna you know, your spouse was Probably see you as ganging up Against him or you know Just like when Ray and I do have Our disagreements or I don't necessarily like the way that You know he did something or Whatever I don't I don't go to Facebook and Vent about it I don't call my mom and Vent about it or my dad or my friends Or anything like that because I don't want them against him You know I don't I don't want somebody telling me oh yeah Well yeah you know, you shouldn't have done this, or you shouldn't have, you know, I, I don't I don't want the negative energy, so I just talk it out with him, or, you know, I just, we just kind of deal with it in-house, I don't want that type of negative energy, and I don't, you know, I don't, I've, it's always been important to me that whoever I married uh, get along with my family, because I'm so close to my family, fortunately that's the case, I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't the, the final deciding factor, but... I think you have to be aware of, you have to know yourself, you know, and I know just like when it comes to if a family member had to move in or whatever it is, certain things we've already talked about, and he knows where I stand on certain things, and I know where he stands, and we have an understanding, but you can't, you know, you can't come into a relationship and say, oh, well, we'll deal with it when it happens, and then something happens, and your feelings are hurt because,
0: right.
2: you you know, you're, you hadn't talked about it. So you have to you have to talk about it and you have to understand, you know, where the other person is coming from, and you have to know yourself. You know, I know how important my family is to me, and so it was certain things that, you know, he knew from jump, this is where I stand on this, this, and this, so.
0: Okay. All right, now, Buck, um, Amanda touched on something that was pretty important, and that was when she mentioned Facebook. Social networks allow family members who are not even local to get in your business, you know, without being there, so to speak. Now, in my opinion, when someone goes to um, Facebook for a problem, that's almost like a a gang mentality, so to speak. You're looking for backup to get, you know, for your argument for your significant other and everything. So how does Facebook and social networks tie into families getting into your business?
1: Well, first of all,
0: I mean, if you put your business in the street, then it doesn't matter whether it's
1: on Facebook or not. I mean, everybody going to know about what you do. So with that being said, I mean, there are certain things that should be kept in-house. Everybody shouldn't know your business. There's just certain things that you should talk about and certain things you shouldn't talk about.
0: You know, if it's something personal,
1: then it needs to stay personal. It doesn't need to be, you know, public knowledge. So, I mean, the, here again, it's common sense. I mean, you you, you can't... Can't get mad at somebody and then go to run into Facebook and go, I'm mad at my my, my husband or my wife or whatever because she did this this that and the other. That's just plain out bullshit, <laughs> you know. So common sense. I mean, I, talk to it. You know what? You know, if you got a beef with somebody, then you need to bring. You know, you need to talk to that
0: person and get it. You know, get it corrected. Okay. Now Eminem, what's the best way to blend families? I mean, if both people have kids, because in today's society, you know. I'm pretty much the only person that doesn't have kids, you know, in the world. But I mean, if both people have kids, then when and how do you introduce them to each other to test for compatibility? And doesn't matter if the kids get along or not.
1: Uh, well, it it doesn't really matter at all if they get along. It's pretty much the rules. See, that's where the problem come in. At see. If one kid comes from one household and they can, uh, you know, basically bust the windows out and all that kind of shit, nobody's <laughs> saying that. And the other kid comes from, you know, another household where they pretty much got, you know, a bedtime and, you know, they can't just, you know, be five, six years old, walk around cussing and stuff. I mean, it's going to be culture shock.
2: But if right. pretty much
1: everybody got the same rules to an extent, well... The, the natural blending process definitely going to take care of, you know, other than jealousy and all that kind of stuff. You know, and, you know, you don't want to turn around and pull out a pair of joints for one kid and some damn skillets and shit for another one. I mean, that's going to cause you, you know. Skillets. But, uh, but, uh, but, you know, outside of that. But, you know, but what I wanted to say on the, you know, on the on the whole thing, now, it pretty much falls on the woman. And, and guys, listen, listen good. Now, this only applies to guys who grew up with a father, a very, very strong male figure in your life. It works better when the girl had a damn daddy because they understand certain shit better. Now, hopefully the phones blow up because I'm ready. I done drunk by half a thing of Canadian Miss. I'm ready to talk some shit. But, uh, But, uh... But, uh... But, uh... you know, most of the time when a girl has a father, everything else kind of falls in line, especially with all this shit about, you know, just somebody just walking up on crack, talking about they're going to stay here and all this kind of stuff. See, normally when a man's around, it's certain things a man ain't going to tolerate. Like, oh, hell no, nah, man, you ain't going to take my house over now. You're trying to cut my nuts off. I don't give a damn who brother you is or nephew. Who, I mean, I'm just saying, like, normally a man ain't going to put a stop to that. But a woman who come up like, you know, Evelyn, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, not knowing who the hell, you know, no relationship with her daddy. You know, she might have came in a situation where she seen a uh a, a uncle uh on her grandfather's side, you know, just come up high and shit, talking about uh I'm I'm gonna be here for two weeks and the woman kinda halfway scared of him. and they're like, Oh well I guess you can stay here and all this kind of shit But you know most women don't come up with a with a father, you know, it's like hell no, nah, that's some James Evan shit, you know. He going for that Saturday night special in that shoebox. Get your ass about my yard, you know. So normally, when a woman he'll come up with a father, that's why male they always talk about males and, and boys and fathers. Hell no. Nah. it's the women, daughters and fathers is more important because that's what gonna keep you from getting pregnant. You know what I'm saying? That's what make everything go smooth. Everybody I know now with a great great relationship. One thing that's a common for all of them. And it's not so much the man, but the woman always tend to have a father or some kind of extraordinary man in her life. You know what I'm saying? Because you can just peep it out. You know, I know a lot of women do a great job and stuff like that, but it's certain things. It's certain things. Now, a woman can do a pretty good job raising a boy, but one thing about it now, with a woman, is different. Because, see, if a woman gets used to you being the breadwinner and shit like that, she might not... Uh, be so reluctant to take care of a dude and shit like that. But if a, if a girl done came up with her daddy, and and especially if she had brothers, and see, one thing most men do, they normally going to give their boys a hard time more than the girl. so the girl almost feel entitled. So when she get out in the real world, you know, you sit up here talking about, you know, working and taking care of this dude while he on the couch, you know, laid up smoking a pack of cools all day, you're like, hell no. Nah. I, I, you know, this is culture shock. But if you grew up saying that, it ain't that big of a deal. So, you know, we can go on with the scenarios. I mean, uh, Amanda has some great points. I mean, I totally agree with it, but the bottom line is this, you know, And uh, but the reason she's a great person because she had a father. See what I'm saying? All the women I know, you know, two of the most impec- impeccable women you ever want to meet is my mom and my aunt, which is Ray mother, but they had a daddy out this damn world. You know what I'm saying? Our grandfather, I mean, you couldn't be a boy within a mile of the house. Because you already know what time that is. It ain't no bullshit going down. So what I'm saying, so you know you got a a clear-headed, real woman if you mad enough to try to date them. It ain't no bullshit. You know, now all these psychologists can get all this damn money and say you need to do this and motivational therapy and all this. But the bottom line, women, if a man is willing to seriously try to have a a, a relationship with his daughters, with kids, period, but especially with his daughters, let the man come in their life. It don't make no sense. You got some of the dudes in prison bench pressing five hundred pounds, and their daughters pregnant at thirteen. Something wrong with that picture. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: should be scared to even get this chick's phone number until she damn near twenty five. You know what I'm saying? This nigga already done killed five. How in here you get his daughter pregnant? You know, black people. I'm saying this still the, that black history month. See, that's the part that you know some of these black leaders scared to talk about. You know, but the male figure. You know, we can we can talk all night about you know, sh- is shivery day. Even, even though we hadn't started talking about that, but you know, how to do this, how to do that. You know what a damn what his or her credit score is. You can throw all that shit out the window. If the chick got a damn daddy, she gonna think and act different than if she been raised by a woman. And you know, I don't give a shit. Who don't like it? You can pull up, and look for yourself. You know, Michelle Obama got a daddy. Name or no. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Halle Berry don't have a daddy. She's <laughs> crazy as hell and can't
0: keep a husband. See what I'm
1: saying? That, that's
0: right. See what I'm saying? Too good, too good examples. Yeah. <laughs> too great you know, examples. You know, okay. you go down the line. All the
1: women with power, Hillary Rodham Clinton and all this stuff like that, she she keep Rodham because she's proud of her daddy. See what I'm saying? Most chicks that don't have a daddy is crazy as hell. It, it, <laughs> it, uh, look at, look at I don't say Evelyn's name four times a night, so... Okay, Radio World, I'm not screwing Evelyn. Okay. But I keep bringing her name up because she's crazy here. hell. She ain't got no daddy. She got issues. She's throwing drinks on chicks and all this shit. All these beautiful women on TV, all of them crazy hell, but all of them got one thing in common. They missing something. See what I'm saying? They lacking something. See what I'm saying? A father's love to a daughter is different than anything else, and all the women with a dad know what I'm talking about. See what I'm saying? It's different. That's your first protector. So, A dude, okay, guys, we even dating chicks. I know back in high school and stuff, well, even after high school, if a girl had a dad, I really didn't want to deal with it. I'm like, man, I'm just trying to get my rocks off. Man, I ain't trying to go through all this shit, you know. (laughs) Sitting on the couch and this dude, like he tired and he's staring at you funny. I'm like, oh, hell no. You know, know, but uh, I have been in some situations where I just, you know, come in and, you know, the – the, instead of the mama asking you questions she halfway giving you the eye like damn you know like oh yeah this is gonna be nice here ain't no reason this damn i can take this motherfucker over you know what i'm saying so you know but i know i
0: don't took up a lot of time but uh, sure I, gotta that you, I, I gotta give you your props back. and that's going to do it for this throwback thursday edition of the talk to q radio show go to talk to and sign up for my email newsletter So you can have the show delivered to your inbox each and every time it drops. Follow me on Twitter at TalkTheQ. I appreciate your support. Um, Word of mouth is the best exposure for me. So please spread the word and share the podcast on social media. It only takes a second. Thank you so much and have a good day.